Ben, you were more or less absolutely spot on with your Emmy predictions, by the way. I know. I think... So I was up, and I think we were about 10 categories in before I got one wrong. Wow. I mean, that was quite impressive. Uh, Ted Lasso swept. What else swept? The Crown swept. Mayor of Town did really well as well. The... It's the crown that got six for six, right? The crown won all seven of the drama seven. of the drama categories. Now to put yes. into yeah, to put into context, only three shows have ever won done a similar feat. There was wow. Shit Creek last year, did it for the comedies, and Angels in yeah. America did it in the noughties for the limited series race. But the crown is okay, the first... so it's just a, it's just a coincidence that it's happened two years on the trot. Yes, and I think it's a little bit of we hear the saying we're in the golden age of TV so much. I genuinely think we are. Yeah, we are. Actually, I don't think quality-wise we are. I think we're in the girth age of TV. There is so much TV, and I think ultimately the voters probably haven't watched everything. So Then, unsurprisingly, I'm just so excited for Amazon's new Lord of the Rings series. Yes, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I think that will be good. Uh, um, you you were telling me just before we came on the podcast that you've got a little tactic on how you predict. The I'm Emmys. not telling anyone how to. Oh, okay. No, but normally with the Emmys, because there's seven comedies, seven limited, and seven dramas. Normally, the one that wins the main series prize, particularly if you look over recent years, since they've changed the voting, will pick up five of them. So, if you want right. a really good score, just predict one show for each categories everywhere. And you will nice. suddenly have a really high percentage of them, right? <laughs> um, notice how the Mandalorian, in your words, didn't uh, pick up a prime time Emmy. Yes, it didn't pick up one on Monday night slash morning ceremony. Which I bet you were absolutely gutted about because you don't like the Mandalorian, do you? It's not my favourite show. Uh, Spoken I, I like a true politician there, Ben. I won't be watching season three. I don't think I watch season three. <laughs> I will. I don't think I watched season two either. You, so. know, so, you know, there's a new Star Wars uh, like anime series out called Star Wars Visions. Yeah, I saw, but I have seen no buzz about it, so couldn't yeah, care less. I'm not loving it. I'm, I'm, I'm not loving it. Anyway, um, we're not here to talk about Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, or even the Emmys. The Emmys was so last week. Today on the Arctic Film Podcast with your boys Ben and Jacob, we are going to be doing a little bit of a different podcast, something that we haven't necessarily done before. It won't be as long or... Um, varied as some of our other I think it could be as just... long. Do you think it could? I've got I think lots it won't, of... It won't, it won't meant to be... It won't, we won't go out thinking, yes, this is going to be as long, because we're only talking about one show. But we both absolutely love this show. Yeah, no, I... It's really amazing. Like it's amazing. So, uh, if you haven't watched Sex Education Series 3... Uh, go watch it because this is hot spoiler territory. So come back to this podcast when you've watched it because we are going to be talking about uh, the new characters for series three of Sex Education, what we thought about the relationships, who we think the baby's father is, uh, all that and so much more as we dive into and just have a, you know, proper gossip fangirl uh, over Sex Education series three. Ben, overall as a series... I didn't like it as much as the other two. I still loved it, but I felt like seasons one and two were just a bit more better, purely because I felt that it was more realistic. I personally preferred this season 
a whole lot more. I liked okay. what they did. I preferred the developments. I think it's probably because I took a bit more time on this one and I savoured each episode a bit more. Um, so I was, I didn't, I watched it. I still watched it within a week because it only came out a week ago. But I only finished it last night and I properly savoured it. I, I think on a visual level, this season was the most interesting. Um, yeah, I'd agree with it visually. Story-wise, it was also... I felt like the the subplots were more interesting, but the the main the main story about the new head Faye was that an, hope hope I, I don't know where I got Faye from hope she was very unrealistic. Um, the whole fight scene, whilst Ruby was an absolute badass in it, um, which I I loved, um, it was a bit unrealistic in my opinion. That said, I don't need TV to be realistic. I quite enjoy a little bit of heightened it. And I think heightening the drama... A little and, lot of heightened, I think. It's but I think heightening drama and stakes also really works with a high school show. Also, the shit out the window. Come on. I was not a fan of the shit out the window. I was also... <laughs> I nearly didn't get through the first five minutes. That highly edited sex scene nearly was too graphic for me because i know wait between who no you know literally the opening scene in the opening episode when it's the montage not not the recap the not as good podcast as us not that kind of thing that the after the recap that opening scene yeah the montage where they're having that right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i nearly didn't get past that (laughs) they just set the tone so early on in the show every series Let's and, open with a sex scene and let's show the boobs. Yeah, but there's a difference between opening with a sex scene and opening with a montage of different people doing it. And then it just, they sped up the editing into cutting so quickly that if I got a headache, it was not my favourite. But no, I think high school things lend themselves to heightened over-the-top storytelling because high school is a heightened over-the-top environment. So I wasn't... Also, it's a show about sex. I don't think, like, it needs to be realistic. Yeah. Um, I want to start off our sex education gossip with something that I've just put in the notes. Sorry, Ben. I know and, you yeah, and you haven't just... read down the notes long enough to realise it's in there at a later point. Where? Because I've done them by couple, by, like, couples. So that's in the second one down. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Can we move it to first, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the storyline I'm most interested in as well. Um, so. <laughs> I personally think... Who's the guy that plays uh, Adam? Uh, Connor Swindows. Because he's also been in... He, he completely stole this series. Completely. He was the standout actor. Uh, he was just incredible. The fact that I would never have thought his character could show emotion... The writing for his character, incredible. And the way he portrayed it, the way he portrayed Adam was so good. I, I, For me, anyway, I felt like he stole the show. Yeah, so after Gillian Anderson, for obvious reasons, I do think Connor Swindows is the best actor of the group because uh, he's he wasn't he wasn't in the other series, though. I thought, yeah, you're no, good, I think I, I like think he series. has been good in. Yeah, he's always been good, but he's never stood out. No, but he's been... So he's been really good in stuff like um, Emma and Vigil, which came out recently, which he's so good in. But I think he's always been good, but I think this was the first time his character got developed from more 
because it's quite a cliche storyline what happened yeah with the whole from bully to love well, not his dad thing though well the dad thing is it's like two cliche storylines in one character the dad thing worked and i wish they did more of that this time around but certainly the bully to love it's been done in glee it's been done yeah hundreds of times and it's a really cliche one for lgbt plus storylines as well let's it's so i was not rooting for him going in um but my god after about two episodes he i really was um let's talk about his adam's relationship with uh probably the second lead of the show eric um that nigeria storyline i loved by the way how i thought it was really good how you know a lot of viewers it really highlighted that not in every country it's not safe to be gay i have thoughts okay okay are they going to be contrasting to my thoughts yes well this is the one thing that i have massive thoughts about i did love the nigeria storyline and I loved that they were going to the underground rave, and I thought that was a really inspirational storyline. I, I think loved it that might he have... got out of the car and had to check for escape routes. I think it might have been worth pointing out. Like I think it wasn't said, but I think it probably would have been worth pointing out that if they were caught, they would have been executed. Because I think I feel like it was reading between the lines. Yeah, but I feel like that is one of those things that could have been said in a far more... It could have been done really subtly, but it, I think the show Mr. Trick pointing out the death penalty exists in Nigeria, but I really loved how it showed the queer community not in hiding. Do you think they actually went to Nigeria to film no. that? No, I don't think they would have. <laughs> okay, so, so I love how you probably told me off then. No! No, I, I doubt... No. <laughs> actually, they could have, they could have. I, I wonder whether Nigeria would have let loved... them in. I love the oh yeah that yeah that um, yeah I loved um, the relationship between Eric and his grandma as well. Yes, that was really cute, but I didn't like Eric's development this season, and I didn't like no, it last I season. I don't. I don't. I, I loved think him in the he deserves to be single and lonely. Classic, I loved him with the classic Otis, you dirty pig. But last season, you know, obviously he was with... He always uh, makes Rahim. the wrong choices. He was with Raheem last season, and then, you know, he ended things with Raheem and got with Adam, and you know what? I was okay with that because I loved the fact, the idea of Adam and Eric together. But this series, it just seems like Eric's a bit of a dick and just messes about every guy he's with. I don't know, but... I. I now ship Adam and Adam and Raheem. Actually. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing: he had one. But that's just the classic thing of oh, you know, let's put the gay characters in the show together. But no, there's tons. I don't know. Of... I... There is lot. Both so much better than Eric. Yeah, no, he's. I think the problem is, you know, he he would not. No gay kid at high school spends that much time in relationships on a first note. Most of them spent... He, <laughs> he would have been single for a large chunk of the second. Like, but I do think that it's kind of... He makes bad decisions, but he's also, I think, very problematic in the way they show him. Um, because he was with a good person who he went for quite a self-hating move to go to Adam. I don't think the couple should have got together. When they got together, I loved them. I mean, but I was fuming when it happened. 
Yeah, I really didn't like that. And then I just think he's... I think I would love... I'm not sure if they are going to do a fourth season. I'm not sure if I want a fourth season. They will do a fourth season. Netflix, from a business perspective, they'd be missing out. They don't do lots of... I think... I don't think it would be the dumbest... Everyone wants to know whose baby it is. I don't think... We can have that in our minds, but no. If they do do a fourth season, which I'm not sure they should, I would love to see him single and work out why he's self-hating and get some counselling. Because I think yeah. that would be a really cool storyline. But at the moment, it's just that And do you think Adam and Raheem should be together? I think there's such an interesting friendship dynamic between them. I'd love to see that develop. I don't... Yeah, I, don't I would wanna... love to do... I'd love to do the two guys who are both gay can be mates. Yes, that is a storyline story I think line. would be so empowering on screen. It would. Oh, I'd, lo- I'd be so here for that. Um, I mean, I, I still think they should fuck Raheem. at least once, but... <laughs> no, I think Raheem would be a great... You know, obviously, Adam, this series, we've seen he really wants to become smarter at school. Raheem is a smart guy. I'd love to them to go down the path of Raheem maybe tutoring Adam and then just becoming great friends. Yeah, I was so glad they kept Raheem in the series because I thought he was I just... I didn't be... think they would. And I didn't. he didn't make an appearance for the first few episodes, did he? Yeah, I thought... Oh, he, he did, but they were subtle and quiet right. ones. And then he did that whole thing where he was like... They're trying to control us. It's <laughs> yes. So oh, then no. I was like, I... if this is your role, I'm well down for him just going. I was just confused as to why Adam took the blame for the shit on the coach. Like it just felt a bit forced. Like no one would do that. No, because I think it was him. I think he. I think it's part of his development. I thought that was a. I thought that whole scene was fucking weird. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, wasn't it? Um, just give the bus Jackson a puncture. Jackson a cow on drugs. Just give the bus a puncture. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think they did go a bit too far on that You scene. could tell that that was the episode written by the comedian Mahim Rizwan, who I adore <laughs> his comedy. But you could tell that that was the episode he wrote. He was also so funny on Taskmaster. Because it that's the one that really lent into the grimy, the bodily fluids element of the show. Right. Um, shall we talk about Otis, Maeve and Ruby? Yeah, the very boring protagonist. The very um, boring on and off. Go on, go on. Are you team Otis and Maeve or team Otis and Ruby? I'm team Otis and Ruby. I am team single Otis because he's a nerd and I would like to see him portrayed as a nerd <laughs> who doesn't You're keep a on getting nerd. I know, so that's why I'd quite like him not to get girls, not to get hot <laughs> girls. Let's You're They're complaining about you're complaining about this not being realistic, but let's be honest, Otis would not have got with either of these <laughs> girls in real life, so <laughs> Well, Maeve's gone now, I think. I would be surprised if she comes back, and I think it was a nice way of writing her out. 
Also, she takes. Do you up... think that's what it was? Her being written out of the show. Yeah, and I think uh, Emma McKay's came out and said she's not going to come back for another one, even if they do it. So. Is that she plays Maeve, right? Yeah, and she's got death in. The... I mean, she's got so many other options. She's got up, death right? in the Nile coming out. She's got a couple of films, I think. And I just don't think she wants to be 17 forever. And also, I think maybe she's working out that she's not in the best position out of all of them to keep on going. Because she was... So, she was an unknown going in. Yeah. You know? She's not struck and been in other things since it's run in the way that Connor Swindles has. And even, like, someone like Lily Eigelhart was in the new Emma reboot and has been in things in small roles and she also it's not like and she didn't win the BAFTA she lost that to Amy Gibbs who is also in the show do you think she needs to you know before sex education runs its course I don't think it has yet um but do you think she needs to branch out and add other strings to her yeah and I think she's also slightly unlucky that the blockbuster she got in Death on the Nile Kenneth Branagh's new film is get, is being shelved and shelved and shelved because it's got Arnie Hammer in a role that will be very uncomfortable to watch with the allegations about him. So on that sense, that film's looking slightly on uneven footing, which will be a shame. So I think she needs she needs to branch out. And I also think there's only so far Meg can go as a character without Yeah, being I, I'd agree with that. And I thought they handled her mum beautifully this season, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, br- I thought that was brilliant. I loved the arc. I loved how... I loved the arc between Maeve and the uh, her sister's adoptive mum. I don't know the names, but I thought that was beautiful. Yeah, I don't have them written down. I thought that was a great arc. Yeah, I thought... I thought she got so much development this season. If you mm-hmm. were... To, and in season two as well, if you bring her back, she's no longer going to be cool, mysterious and hot like she was in one. But where do you go? Yeah. Without her being... I mean, Ben, you still haven't answered the question. What team are you? Otis and Mabel, Otis and Ruby? I'm team single, Otis. <laughs> yeah, that's was the two options I'm giving you. You're a politician, Ben. No, I literally would not want to see him with either of the characters. I mean, I loved Ruby. I, I like you know, Ruby. Second I thought to the was... actor that played Adam... I thought the actress that played Ruby, I'm really bad with names, I don't know her name, I thought she stole the show. I thought she was I, great this year, but I don't. I loved her, didn't you love her? Yes, I thought she was great and I think she's really interesting and I hope she stays in the show. I really like the dynamic between the untouchables, but I don't think <laughs> I they should go whenever back you to that. Something up, whenever, whenever you pick something up, you know there's a buck coming. But I don't think they should go back to that storyline. It happened. They had sex. <laughs> they did a couple of times. It was interesting. But don't what go back on repeated ground. I loved how she actually... She's a untouchable in that really cool group. Um, but when we went to her house, you felt really sorry for her. Because she doesn't live a lavish lifestyle. Um, and she really liked Otis, even though she was a bitch to him. I thought... Well, they had, they is... laid the groundwork in season two in yes. that, that episode after they hooked up. So they did lay some of the groundwork. I loved how they hooked up dressed as mac and cheese. I thought that was <laughs> one of the shows. The first episode of the season three had 
I think, the funniest episode the show's ever done. It was... I, there I were find multi- the show hilarious. There were multiple... The mac and cheese gag, the goat naked guy and press interview thing had me howling for about two minutes <laughs> flat. The, the goat thing was strange, but... Uh, That's my kind like of it. comedy. It was just so out there. I'm well in for more goat action. But I, I hope they keep Ruby next series. Yeah, I, I hope, hope they keep see her. How, I hope we see how vulnerable she is. Yeah, I think sh- give her more development, but don't stick her back with another guy. I okay, think I'm advocating most of the characters her, stay single. Or if they here. do stick her with a... I reckon they could stick her with another guy. Maybe... Michael? I don't know which one that is. Adam's dad. Yeah, get her to sleep with a teacher. My <laughs> God, that would be a great development. Uh, Wouldn't it? But maybe not Mr. Croft. Maybe that would be too weird. But uh, yeah, it would be bring weird. Up, bring in I, I just think that'd be such a cool. Ex- I, what I'm loving with sex education is they are exploring everything so far, but age gap relationships. Bring and... in a hot teacher. I'm. I think that would be well in. I love the two teachers that are. Uh, moving in together yeah no, i, <laughs> I love those two as well up. but like bringing a hot one for the girls to fancy i think that would be an interesting i mean i thought hope was hot i thought hope was hot uh we will get to her in a minute but <laughs> shall we go to the older the other older relationship between gene and jacob and who is the jacob father? jacob jacob and who is the father Dun dun dun! So Gene Milburn back with Jacob this season after they had a baby together, and the, the, it starts off with uh, Gene Milburn not telling Jacob, just you know avoiding him at all costs. But then uh, she tells him, and they move in together. The kids as well. Uh, she's getting frustrated with Jacob. Jacob then doesn't trust her because you know Gene, uh, Gene, being the single lady she is gets around and there's nothing wrong with that i'm all here for that but that makes jacob um not trust her and then they end and then uh gene and otis have a fight and then we think gene might die uh, during birth she doesn't a baby comes along and then uh season ends with gene milburn opening a letter and just going oh shit was it oh fuck yeah, I mean, I'm kind of secretly hoping it's the guy she had sex with in the first episode who called her mum and drove the motorbike. Wait, uh, in, in what, in this series? No, in the first, like, the proper first episode of the show. I can't remember this, Ben. So, you know how she meets the guy after one of the pregnancy meetings mm. who she had sex with, who was earlier on in the show? Yeah. Who called her mum. I didn't realise that. Yeah, so that's why they brought him back in. I think it will be him. I, I don't know why they wouldn't have made it Jacobs, though. It feels like a twist for the sake of a twist. And it's... Um, Considering yeah, how much I love the show, I had problems with almost every single storyline. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, do you want to pick any of it up? Because I know you love the action. I really the enjoyed the show. I thought it was really good. I just had problems with every single plot line. Because you love it so much, I think you want it to be perfect. No, I don't believe in perfection in films and TV <laughs> shows. But I just think, like, why? I, I I'm invested in the characters and... I'm frustrated, but I still enjoyed it. And I did enjoy going, where are you going to take me? It's just 
sitting back after when I was prepping for this and I had a bit too much time to think and I thought Ooh. just a little bit a little bit too much time I, so I think it's this guy from the very first episode what you know the, the one that called her mum I, I, I rewatched I, I rewatched that's why they brought it back in I rewatched the show I did rewatch season one and two like in preparation for series three or did you yeah when i was ill and i knew season three was coming out and i was under the weather so i couldn't do anything i watched one and two to make me feel better so i that as well you've gone silent you went silent sorry things outside my door yeah uni living at uni people being loud and you're like what the fuck is that (laughs) i thought i heard something anyway shall we keep going yeah, let's keep the ball rolling now to one of my favourite characters. I loved his development last season. And this season was even better because they introduced a brand new character to the show who I absolutely love. I Carl thought Cal was Bogan. great. They were amazing, weren't they? Brilliant addition. Brilliant addition. And it was they great, were... great to see some non-binary characters on the show. It was great, and I felt like that was the thing the show needed. Um, I just, I loved them. I thought they did a, an incredible job. The the actor, again, up there with the person that plays Ruby and Adam, they, for me, were the top three characters this season. Yes, no? I would agree Sorry. with that. Something's going on outside Ben's uni room. Whoever it is, please stop. We're trying to do a podcast, folks. Sorry, no, that was actually just a big gulp of water. But yeah, no, I would <laughs> I would agree with that statement. Uh, I liked this relationship. I think it would have been cool if they pushed it further. But I thought it was really interesting how Jackson was like... Jackson really liked them a lot. But ultimately, he still saw them as a girl. Yeah, no, um, I found that. And I such... thought that was so interesting. And I'm sure, you know, this just comes back to the title of the show, Sex Education. That was really educational. And I'm sure there are it's, situations it's a good, like that. It is one of those shows that you watch and you're like, fuck, this is actually quite smart and quite a fun way of talking about these things. Yeah, like, it it is it one is. of the most, it does talk about things nothing else talks about. And it's yeah. even and it when does it... it in a way nothing else would ever do it. It's not in a so this is a non-binary person. It's not like that. It's fun no, to but watch. E- and even when they do subtle things, like when they had the characters with the shame signs, how it was yes. the queer characters who all had to wear the shame signs, and one of them was picked on for hygiene as well. I thought that even small things like that are fascinating that they mm-hmm. pull in and you don't notice but they're smart and it is interesting how it breaks we only saw one of jackson's bum this season though i love the other one as well i know but both the thing with the mums is one of them was shooting june the new blockbuster that's coming out next week and the other one hannah waddingham the blonde tall one um she's the one that was in the series this year yeah she she was busy shooting ted lasso which she won an emmy for on so Monday they've night. both been very busy, haven't they? They've both been doing other shows because they're both... And they were barely in it. I think the, the blonde tall one had two scenes with about ten lines in each. Yeah, yeah, she did very little. She just clearly was booked for one day. A bit like how if you... <laughs> a bit like how... Well, she was 
clearly shooting Lasso. And they were like, right. Hannah, can you come in for a day? A bit like yeah. how I think I have a theory that I think Gillian Anderson gets to do her scenes first and then fucks off and everyone else shoots the rest <laughs> of the show. Cause yeah, they all shoot. seem to shoot around her because the thing is, she very she rarely doing... interacts with anyone but Jacob, Otis... Yeah, particularly Arthur. this year, and I think that was also because of her role in The Crown and marketing The yeah. Crown and COVID meant that there was... I'd not... love some more Adam and Jean scenes. Yeah, but I think it's... I think it's a... She's such a big actress. They did smoke weed together in the first season. They did, but she's such a big actress. I think it's good to have her there and you need to build around her when she can yeah, do she it. She's a staple of the show. They can't get rid of her they because can't... she is the sex education person right yeah they can't get rid of her but they need to i mean i don't get how her career was totally fine after her notes were leaked i kind of <laughs> i would have like why couldn't they have just had her be completely ruined yeah yeah I don't that would have and... been like why make her career good again have her Ooh, completely ben, ben, have ben, lost ben, her ben, 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 ben. yeah could otis's dad be the father Oh, shit. <laughs> I just thought of that just now. No, because they didn't have sex. They just kissed. We don't know that, Ben. We don't know that. We just know they kissed. I feel like it would be a bit too much of a retcon to go, they had sex. But if it was, I don't think she would tell him, which would be much... I don't... Yeah. I don't think she's going to tell him, to be honest. I don't think she should. <laughs> I think she should. But I don't think she will. No. Anyway, shall we move on to another couple? Yes, love this couple, even more so this series. Uh, Lily and Ola. Ola I don't like. No, um, I've never liked Ola. She's just bloody annoying, isn't she? Uh, her and Otis was strange, but I think that's the sort of girl Otis should be with. Exactly. <laughs> I agree on that one. <laughs> but... The whole dynamic of, while we're on Ola, I think the whole dynamic of Ola and Otis kind of being siblings this series fell flat a bit. I felt like Ola was very underwritten, which is weird considering she was in quite a lot of big dramatic storylines. I just felt she was underwritten. I just I, felt like she was present but didn't do anything. I agree. Particularly when until it came... the end, until the end, when she was on uh, unsure about the baby thing, yeah. that was powerful. But that was it. She yes, I I think she. Could, She's I just boring, have... isn't she? I think yeah, that, that's what it comes in, com- to. In, co- in comparison to the development of her girlfriend, Lily. Lily, I love her. I I, I that was heartbreaking. That was so. Yes. God, that, that nearly... it was when she was getting rid of all the alien stuff and Lily's flashbacks. And the shame I sign. Loved. I loved her flashbacks. The shame sign as well. It was just yeah, heartbreaking. And then, but how empowering was it when everyone loved Lily's story after Hope was gone and wanted her to sign it? Right. I thought that was really sweet as well. Just the moment that it needed. But yeah. God, that storyline really got me. It got to my heart. That storyline got me so much, but Ola not believing aliens were real did not hit me. <laughs> I thought, oh, Because they're God. not. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's other life forms out there, but I don't believe we see aliens, and I don't believe they're going to come invade Earth. They're not real. And were they implying that aliens are real and at the end? Like, 
really why is this a thing like also <laughs> surely this would have come up like they've been dating for a bit of time now and been friends for longer so surely it would have come up but I did like the idea of Ola wanting to live a bit more in the moment and not always wanting alien sex. I thought that was good. However, I don't think they needed to go down the route of, well, I don't believe aliens are real. I, I, I didn't think that was the way to handle the, the situation. The much better way of putting it was, I don't want to have alien sex because it's fucking weird. <laughs> but I love Liddy. That's the thing. She's crazy. But some people... I think I love she how she's genuinely weird. Some... I do love how she, she is, is genuinely weird. I think she is so she had so much fun to the show. Um, yes. I think another <laughs> talking about <laughs> yeah, weird. Why we, I just can't believe the podcast has got to us talking about aliens. <laughs> no, but the other type of thing I think I do because have you started watching? Bit of an off note. Bits about sex. So I think I'm. Have you watched Sex Actually with Alice Levine? No, I haven't, but I do love Alice Levine. Oh my god, that is... She just goes around some really kinky people and talks to them <laughs> about their kinks and is so awkward and it's amazing. It includes this incredible scene where she's watching some webcam sex people, but she's in the <laughs> room and she's about two metres away from them full-on having sex on camera, <laughs> and she's so awkward. But no, I, I what, the, love where, where, Levine. where I I'm Alice going. Levine would be a great actress in this show. Yeah. No, where I'm going is in a future episode, she talks to those people who like wear dog like masks and pretend they're dogs while having sex and wear collars and everything. And I was thinking that would be such an interesting place for this show to go. <laughs> it would. Oh my gosh, this is me thinking, that's what Adam's going to be into. Yes. <laughs> no, but I feel like that's too far away and it just gets to the point of we're going to tell a story. But it's not in his character. I'm it's just not. pitching ridiculous things here. Yeah, should we move on? Yeah, Let's talk I'm... about Adam's dad, Michael. Um, him this season, uh, didn't like it first, didn't like his whole living with his prick brother until he still... I love Jason Isaacs. Brother. Hello to Jason Isaacs. I thought he was great as the prick brother. Having I, so I didn't much like fun him in the role. until he stood up against him. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I felt like this is a I guy. I made the cooking, but I just. This really is a wanted... guy who's been completely knocked down by life. Yeah, lots of it yeah. he's brought on himself, but yeah. he's been ruined and his career's ruined. And I kind of felt him finding his feet a bit more was such a rewarding storyline. I, there were still things I needed from there. I think he needed a scene with Adam. I think there needed I to be a scene where Adam... Talk. There needed to be a scene where Adam came out to him. I think that development didn't happen and it needed to have. They needed to have been put in a room together, particularly in the final episode. It would have just been... It would have been yes, a bow. Yes, less aliens aren't real and more of that, please. It would have been such a neat tie off to way to tie well, it up. then the thing is you know they've got to say some stuff for next season and i feel like that's coming yeah do we think he's gonna get back with adam's mum no and i don't think they should i don't think... i don't think they should either i think he should become a changed man but i feel like it's not character development 
if they uh, just get back together. As much as fans may want it, it, it's just, well, what's been the whole point of this arc if they're going to get back together? You know what I mean? And a lot of relationships and marriages, they don't get back together. And I feel like it's really important that they don't, not everyone's happy ever after. I feel like that's something that needs to be shown. Yeah, I think more often than not, breakups are just breakups, and I think the show's better when it deals with that. And I also think the show this season, too many couples. Like, I think it needed some single people in there. Just the only show single a... person uh, is Amy. What? But she's with Steve the whole time. I just, oh, I just didn't shit. put yeah, Steve. Yeah, but we don't in. know really. We, the thing is, we don't know Steve. I love we? Steve, but he gets no but development. We don't know him, do we? He's just a gimmick. But um, I. He's just. But we don't. The thing is, we don't know him as a character. Really. I don't think they want us. I think he's just. He's not a main character, and I think that's okay. He's... Not everyone needs to be. But there needs to be some single characters in there, and I don't think the show. This is the thing wants... with Amy and Steve. It, I just completely forgot that they were together because they're never really on screen together. He's just spoken about. Thing is, I um. I wish they did more on Amy's PTSD. I know they did a bit of it, but I wish they did more. Yeah, completely, because they really did that storyline in season two, and it felt really worth it, and it was really strong, and it she won the BAFTA for it, Amy Lou Wood. And I just felt like there needed to be a few more of the counselling sessions, because they were really good. They were great. There needed just a little less of the goat, or you do the goat in an interesting way, because there are interesting ways to do the goat. And how she's attached to a goat because she... Yeah, because the goat just disappeared. Disappears. Disappears. Yeah, the goat only came when they needed a gimmick. But um, I felt like they could have done the goat as an attachment thing. Yes. And I think they missed... And about how maybe I know Steve would never have sex with me when the goat's there. So that's why I'm always with the goat. Mm-hmm. Just, and I and just that would have been amazing, and I think that would have brought a tear to my eye. I also think that her storyline is quite common for a lot of women, and yes. I think that the show hiding it is. I think it's one of the two Not most hiding impo- it as such, but I felt like the story. yeah, I felt like there were two really important side stories, particularly for women out there, that were completely sidelined. I think one of them's that. And I think the other one is Hope struggles with IVF. Yeah. I thought, because so many women do struggle with IVF, and it completely but affects... But we all hated Hope. But why not give us a reason to feel sorry for Hope? Develop Which the they did at some point. Yeah, with the IVF. I didn't hate Hope. I really liked Hope. I thought she As was... As a character, I liked her, but I, was, I hated her. I was like... She's an antagonist. You're meant it. to not like her. I thought it was yeah. such a great addition to the cast. Um, yeah. Um, I, I, well, I was properly... I want her back. I'm not sure how. I do not want to watch a season without her. I would love... I don't know how they're going to bring her back. Have her as one of Jean's patients. Have yeah. her struggling as... Have her struggling with IVF. Have her, you know... I think they're also going to have to deal with characters at multiple different schools next season. Yeah. Elaborate. Well, Mordell's closed. 
Which is something we've not mentioned yet. It's not closed, it's closing. So yes. they're going to have to raise some money. And I reckon they're going to do it like it's some sex. They're going to launch some sex thing. No, but if it's closing and the characters have to move on, then I'm assuming I'm going to go to the same place. Which is also a really good way to kill off some of the dead weight and characters. And also meet some new people. Yes, it will add some new actors, it will... I don't know if we need to get... I don't know who the dead weight is. The only dead weight, in my opinion, is Ola. Yeah, um, but I think there is definitely more room for hope. Or, Mordor's closing. I don't think many of the arcs really need to keep going. Stop, stop the show now. Why not? Doesn't... No, Ben, I don't know why you're saying this, man. Because not uh, everything needs your, to be tied ha- off. One person, but, 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 but. one person you haven't mentioned on your, on your list is... Uh, the person that Jackson hooked up with last season, I don't know her name, uh, but she's Biff? dating the older guy. Yes. Yeah, I only did the people who are listed as main characters on Is the show's she credit. As a she's listed as a recurring, so I only did the guys who are main characters because. Oh, I love Viv this season. I thought she had some great. Oh, I thought how backstabbing she was was amazing, but. I wish they did a bit more on Hope being racist, actually. Yes, as well. I also wish they did the... I, I think the trailers this season spoiled way too much. On a, yeah, but I feel like all trailers do. But I felt like the trailers particularly spoiled too much because there were so many good scenes looking back that you just knew were happening. But I also wish the trailers didn't spoil her being evil. I wish the trailers um, just did the assembly, and then I wish they were slightly... Sm- I wish maybe Viv, uh, you could be like, I love her, she's amazing. Yeah, and That's I think the first episode, yeah, mm. was it, 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 you saw her being racist with the Jackson not accepting yeah. Jackson as Ed boy. But how cool would it have been if they just kept developing her slowly? Because she kind of went from slightly uncomfortable to full-on maniacal bad woman. Yeah, it did happen very, very, very quickly, didn't it? So, oh, God, this woman's nasty to this woman is literally yeah, and I, Yeah, and if they'd slowed it down and put in the trailers and done more of the IVF, my God, that would have been such a rewarding arc. Instead, I really like... I feel like... like they could have done this season over two seasons. Yes, I agree. It felt a bit rushed, didn't it? Sorry if I just went quiet. I am... Um... I was literally dusting. I saw a bit of dust and had to get rid of it. <laughs> Back now. I, but I feel like this season they should have done um, over two seasons. Yes. It felt or very I rushed. Think they should have done two, half, six episodes, an A and a B, called it at the B. I, I just, I don't, this is my honest take as someone who loves the show. Not every TV show needs to wrap up every character's life. But the school's closing, Maeve's going off to America, Eric's single, Jean's baby's been born. It just feels right to stop here. Do you not see that? No. Any more, I want it could more. ruin I love it. this show. Everyone loves this show. I want more. I End feel like there's high. more. There's Leave more to show us. This show is breaking down boundaries, and I feel like there's so much more. But it could do give. another show with new characters who break down boundaries. I don't know. Ben, something something feels so satisfying about where it's at at the moment that I would be completely happy if it was announced to be cancelled. 
That said, Netflix is doing their big Tadum event tomorrow. And one of the things they've said there's going to be news about is sex ed. I doubt it will be a renewal because the last season's only eight days old. Unless they knew they were going to renew it ahead. I mean, they probably did. No, because they've cancelled more popular shows. So, it's quite cheap though. So it's cheap and it's number one and I don't know. It is cheap. It's a, it is very cheap. And unless the actors, the only way Especially it will get cancelled. Especially now Jackson's not swimming. Forget the pool scenes. That's not even needed. The only way the show will get cancelled is if the actors all try and get a payday. Which the, could happen. Which does happen if the actors don't go back for more there's money. There's some stuff in the news at the minute as well about the guy who plays H's just being a bit of a dick. No, no. Not Have you not being, seen it? I've seen it, and I think he's a point. If he's I think on he has a, knife, a point as well, but yeah. I'm just saying how the stuff in the news... Well, of uh, course, about... no, the Sun are being assholes, because the Sun are assholes, <laughs> and the Sun are the worst at frapping celebrities. <laughs> it's how they... It was their heyday. Their heyday was bullying celebrities with the paparazzis, and him saying, hey, don't take a photo of me when I don't want you to, is perfectly valid. When I was on TOWIE, I got packed. Yeah. I loved it, by the way. But he's not a celebrity, he's an actor. There's a difference. <laughs> well, there's... Yeah, but actors no, no, become but... celebrities. Yeah, actors are celebrities. But why are we interested in actors' private lives in the same way that we are reality TV stuff? He does not make money off being Asa Butterfield. He makes money off being other characters. Yeah. Like, he, he makes money off not being himself. So why are we interested in him when he's himself? I think... Don't, I don't know what his social media following is like, but it's like when people post so much on social media, like, literally giving everything away, like, fueling stories from their social media, and then get annoyed when they get followed, I'm like, mm, come on, you clearly want to press... Cause no, because it's, it's... With celebrities, it's not our right to know everything about them. And it's the same with people. It's not your right to know something about someone unless they share it with you. I never said it was that. No, but I don't have a... I don't have a right to know anything about you, Jacob, that you don't tell me. And you wouldn't... I don't think you'd necessarily be interested, right? You'd think it might not even be real. No, this is because I don't really care about things. Like, I don't <laughs> about care about... Me. I, no, I don't care about gossip, and I don't care in, in my personal life with my mates, and I don't care about celebrities. I think only listen to what someone shares and what someone tells with you. So I think he's a very valid point in not wanting to be followed around by people with a camera, I think. I'd agree. I, no, I completely understand. I, I, I do and understand. And if the sun are painting you out to be doing nasty things, you've pissed off the right people. <laughs> I would love for the Sun to write a horrible article about me one day. I feel like I it proves I've it. done something right. <laughs> oh, Ben, I feel like that is a perfect way to end the podcast. Ben, thanks so much. I love that we've just spoken about sex education for 47 minutes. Uh, Will the next time we podcast. do a 47-minute one-on-one film be Bond, which comes out next week? No, probably not, because I don't watch that. What? You're not going to watch Bond? Okay, we're going to have to get into this later. I need to watch Bond, don't I? You need to watch No Time to Die, yeah. I'm going. I'm going at midnight to watch it. 
okay, okay, but Ben, I thought you weren't a franchise guy. But James Bond is a different deal. <laughs> okay, Ben's rules. Uh, cheers for listening to the podcast. Please do, if you have enjoyed, give us a lovely review. Give us a, a five-star uh, rating as well. We'd love that. Get in touch. Ben Heath 101 on gmail.com. And check out the RTU Film Twitter and our website. Just Google RTU Film. It's the first thing that comes up. Ben, thank you so, so much. I uh, I love sex education. And I love doing the podcast. Uh, catch you soon, guys. Bye-bye. I need to go watch James Bond. Bye.